0: This is the Jeff Merrick Show on the Sportsnet Radio Network.
1: Sorry, it's going to be one of those days if you're watching on 360 or Sportsnet. Now you can see the top of my head a lot. Um, I apologize. Just trying to find out more information uh, on the story of the day, and that is uh, Kyle Dubas uh, out as the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. In a press release today, the Maple Leafs indicating um, that they have decided to part ways with their now former general manager, Brendan Shanahan will speak at 3 o'clock Eastern, the team president. Uh, we will bring that to you here. Uh, Daryl Sodora was supposed to join me here in this segment. But considering the news of the day, uh, and I'm sure Daryl understands, and we'll have Daryl on at another time to talk about my goofy my goofy wonderings about the 1993 Stanley Cup puck and where it went in the forum and who has it. Because, as I found out today, making a couple of different phone calls to people at the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame doesn't have the puck. It is out there somewhere. So let's get back to the story of the day. Kyle Dubas out as general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Luke Fox covers the Maple Leafs for Sportsnet.ca. He joins me now. Luke, thanks so much uh, for doing this. Um... On a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a surprise is this for you? Maybe not so much that Dubas is not back, but the fact that, according to the press release, it sounds very much like this was the team's decision here.
0: Well, yes, that's, that's how they put it in the press release, but I think we need to know more. Um, and, you know, the, Kyle Dubas' uh, comments Monday I think left everyone who was in that room floored. Uh, I've never seen a a general manager so emotional at these locker cleanout days. Uh, I think it was fair to suspect that there was some sort of maybe rift is a a little bit too strong of a word, but disconnect the fact that Mm Dubas spoke alone and that in all the previous locker cleanouts, it was Dubas and Shanahan together. Uh, And, The other thing was just the emotion. You know, he he almost broke down or was close to it at one point, talking about the toll this past season has has taken on his family in particular. And, you know, he poured his heart and soul into this thing. I mean, you can definitely uh, take issue with some of his moves. Uh, His first big move was signing John Tavares uh, shortly after he was hired to be the GM in 2018. And it felt like a big win. Uh, looking back at the cap structure that may have put him into a bit of a corner um, but you cannot question the the um, work that he poured into this in, in trying to realize his vision uh, but he looked like a man who was who was spent and you know some argued that maybe it was a negotiating ploy maybe he was trying to milk a little bit more money or, or term out of the leaps but you know mm-hmm. i, I didn 't see that he 's always been a hard on his his sleeve kind of guy. And, you know, it felt very raw and, and not like a PR stunt or anything. So did the board see that yeah. and say, maybe this guy isn't up for it. Like, that's a question mark. Maybe we have to get ahead of it. And maybe this is, has taken too much out of him. Maybe he's not the guy or did he walk away or was it a combination of both? I mean, I, I, that's on us now to find out, I guess, what actually happened behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, one of the questions now becomes and there's and there's a lot here, like there's there's the Matthews question. There's the Sheldon Keefe question. Um, and there's the, you know, what's next for Dubas question. Um, and there's also the who's the next general manager to come in here. Now, one of the things that I find. I'll, I'll just be blunt tasteless is, you know, you know, the Calgary Flames aren't letting Brad Living talk to anybody. And I'm not a big fan of that at all. I understand that technically he's still under contract, but we all understand how these these things work. I I would imagine that, you know, Brad Trelliving would be someone uh, who I could see walking into that position. Um, But that's just, you know, top of my head. And having, you know, watched um, Trelliving work for a number of years and thinking, oh, okay, I I could see him doing uh, similar, if not same, uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, anything off the top of your head? I know it's really premature here, and you know maybe it's irresponsible to do this this quickly. But in, any names jumping out at you right away? Any thoughts on who might be next in Toronto? My my first jump here is to to Triliving. Do you have a thought? Yeah,
0: I, I'd say two names. I'd say that's the first one. Um, and and one of the reasons why I would say Tree Living is because uh, when Kyle. You know, last spoke to us, he referenced you know maybe needing to cut into the core, and he said, "Look, no further than what the Florida Panthers did," and you know that deal was orchestrated with Trey Living in Calgary, right? Trey Living has never been afraid to do some serious surgery. Uh, He's one of the hardest guys in terms of working the phones around the league. He's not afraid of a trade, Um, so and and he he has the track record of pulling them off. Like some significant ones, right? Um, the Kachuk one's the, the biggest one, but you know, Noah Hannafin, like the, there are some big moves that, that he's he's pulled off in his day, and we've reached the point where, whether Dubas was coming back or not, I think a lot of people around the team feel like, this is finally the time to take a hard look at the core and maybe make a potential blockbuster move if, you know, of course, if there's a suitable return, we're not talking rebuild, it would have to be for someone who could step Mm -hmm. in and make an impact in a different way. But Brad seems like the kind of guy that could pull off that kind of move. I think he should be a person of interest for Shanahan and the board moving forward here. And the other guy you wonder about, um, and I don't know if it would be more of the same because, you know, we, we know he's a, a smart guy, but he's very much tied to the hip uh, with Dubas. It is Brandon Pridham. So the, he's yep. gotten interest from outside the league, and that is how Dubas got this job in the first place, remember? He was threatening to, to go interview with, yep. or he did go interview with Colorado, and he was Colorado. threatening to leave. Yeah, Colorado. and go to the Avs. Uh, are we seeing the history repeat itself? Are we seeing a, another up-and-coming executive in Pridham, Like, would it be as simple as he steps in as interim? I mean, nothing was mentioned in the press release. Uh, we're going to hit Shanahan with a bunch of questions in, in a couple hours here. But that is another person of interest, I would say. Are they going to promote within? Or are they going to look for a different kind right. of GM, one, one a little bit more experienced?
1: So the um, the the dismissals today um, in Maple Leaf Land are not exclusive to the Maple Leafs. Uh, the Marlies announcing uh, a few minutes ago, I think fifteen minutes ago. Um, that the uh, contracts of head coach Greg Moore and assistants A.J. McLean. A.J. goes back with, like, Sheldon Keefe and Kyle Dubas, like, all back to the Ste. Marie days, um, and John Snowden. Uh, those contracts will not be renewed. So this goes down to the American League uh, team as well. So w- we do wonder about uh, Sheldon Keefe through all of this as well. Uh, to your point, I-, I wonder about other people in the organization uh, I don't know if this is going to turn into an Agatha Christie novel over the course of the afternoon, where you know every hour there's there's a, another announcement. But um, Kyle Dubas out, the Marley's coaching staff out as well. You know, one one other name, and he, he, here's one that's uh, that's a little bit of a little bit of a, a blast from the past. Although, you know, Elliot has mentioned that they he he was asked to interview in Calgary and declined. Um, I wonder and I got a couple of notes about this as well. I wonder about Mark Hunter. Mm. I wonder about well, Mark Hunter um wouldn't that London be Knights. yeah, you, you, you oh. That would that would be interesting because that was let's not forget the power struggle once upon a time yeah. between assistant general managers uh Kyle Dubas and, and Mark Hunter. Just to have that one on the table, uh I think is 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 salient to put out there. Um you know he's 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 uh, he's well thought of by a lot of people. Well thought of by a lot of agencies. I believe Wasserman would be one of them. Wasserman uh, through Judd Moldaver representing Austin Matthews. We all know about the Mark Hunter London Knights association with Mitch Marner. I don't know. That's that that's one that I would, uh, along with with Brad Trilliving, probably keep you know, probably keep top of mind. Mark Hunter would have also had John Tavares in London as a junior player. Maybe let's try to keep that one hot here. Uh, Maybe throw Mark Hunter's name out there. Your thoughts on on him as a possibility, as we're going to spend the afternoon, you know, speculating on names about who takes over the Toronto Maple Leafs big chair here, Luke.
0: Well, that's kind of like when you're reading a choose-your-own-adventure book and you get to an ending and then you flip back to where you made the, the wrong choice and choose the next one that like that's kind of crazy yeah. to think that they could go back in time and and restart this and let's see if Mark Hunter can do it. I mean, I think he's I think he's qualified. It would just it, the narrative would would be kind of crazy. And then the talk of Mitch Marner as a potential uh trade ship, I think you got to x that one out because I think there's a loyalty there between Hunter and Marner. So if if that were to be the case and, and we're just we're just speculating here, um I, I think I would have a hard time seeing Hunter trading Marner. Um, the fact that Keith uh, is wasn't part of that wasn't part of that press release is is really interesting. I guess they just want to let the new GM make that decision. But my thought was Dubas and Keith were so tied to the hip that if you're going to make a change yeah. above Keith, that that Keith would certainly be in danger as well.
1: Well, the one thing you can be sure of is the Toronto Maple Leafs will have to, you know, get this process going quickly if they haven't already. Like, I I, I do have a hard time, like, to be honest with you, I have a hard time believing that they would make this move without having at least gone down the road gauging interest from, you know, at least one of the preferred candidates, if not a couple of the preferred candidates. Like, I don't think that the Maple Leafs are, you know, starting from zero Friday May 19th, you know, when did the press release come out just after 12 o'clock Eastern. I don't believe that to be true. I would imagine they would have at least partially gone down the road and gauged interest from some of the preferred candidates.
0: Well, you would think, and I mean, they've had a long time to figure this out. Like, really, this started last summer when they didn't offer an, an extension. And there was actual physical distancing between the president and the GM. Like, they felt like they they were on solo paths here for a while. And it felt like, you know, you talk about all in, it felt like they had to have meaningful playoff success. And it really did feel that night in Tampa that they were on the right track. And then to have it all undone uh, in less than two weeks' time with just such a, a flat showing against Florida and falling down in a 0-3 hole and all that, that goodwill and positive momentum that they had generated from the fan base with that first win in, in 19 years suddenly felt like we're back to square one where Dubas is out there on an Island. And if, if players that he believes so firmly in, if they couldn't get it done, if they couldn't push through uh, with yeah. that's the fifth, fifth chance, right? It's him as GM. He'd been in the organization longer, but you, you get one playoff series victory in five years with that kind of talent. I mean, it just it just comes down to
1: results. Okay, so this is going to be. it. I, I apologize for everybody watching on on three hundred and sixty right now, because as I mentioned before, you came on. You're going to see the top of my head a lot here. You know, just sort of throwing notes and, and names out, out, out there. You know, there are a lot of people who would be in a position. Uh, how do how do I phrase this? A lot of people who um, have informed opinions. You know, have have you know are starting to. To gather around Mark Hunter here, we'll 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 see we'll see where that all ends up. Hey, w- one of the other one of the other questions here. Sorry, I'm sort of in a million different places all at the same time here, Luke. Bad host. Bad host. Bad host. Um, one of the questions now becomes: What's next for Kyle Dubas? Like, I don't think it would surprise anybody if he just decided to take some time off, uh, whether that's a summer, whether that's a year, whether that's two years. Um, I don't think we've seen, by any stretch of the imagination, the last of Kyle Dubas in the NHL. Um, And I know that he talked about it's either going to be the Maple Leafs or nowhere next season. Um, But I I do wonder what happens with the Ottawa Senators and when their sale gets completed, um, depending on, again, who wins the bid, who they end up bringing in to, to run the hockey team. Uh, it sounds very much like Pittsburgh is down to their final strokes, whether it's you know, Darsh or you know whether it's Tulski, whether it's McKinnon, um, Carmanos in, in Buffalo. Um, so I'm not sure if that's an option there right now for Dubas, even specifically after what he said earlier on this week. But this is a long winded way, Luke, for me to, to wonder what do you think next? What do you think next? Uh, for Kyle Dubas in the NHL? Or, you know, does he go back and, you know, co-run the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds with Kyle Raftis, the the double Kyle show?
0: (laughs) Well, he's he's such an ambitious guy, right? It it would be hard to see him stepping away from the NHL for long. I mean, I take him at his word Monday when he said, you won't see me pop up somewhere else. Uh, You know, I, I truly think that that's how he feels in the moment. Now, things change, right? And if you have that that burning competitive desire that I I believe he has. I mean, we've we've all seen it. Um, Tampa Bay lightning fans have seen it. I think eventually you're going to feel the call to go back. And he's only 37 years old. Uh, Yes. There's only 32 of these jobs, but I think if anyone can be afforded the luxury of taking a year off to to collect his thoughts and get his his family life in a a, a better spot. And if he wants to come back, I'm sure there's going to be opportunities that present themselves. I I never really loved the Pittsburgh job for him. I I know there was a lot of smoke around that. And, um, you know, maybe he could could have got it if he wanted it. Um, I always liked the Ottawa fit more. I I just, I see him uh, step, if he were to step in there at some point, Um, with all those young pieces, I think the lessons he learned from the mistakes he made with the the Leafs group, it took him a while to get out of that uh, kind of, you know, some would say loyal, others would say stubborn vision of Mm. skill, skill, skill. Um, You know, I think his trade deadline that just passed with O'Reilly and Shen and Achari, I think he, he was starting to get a handle on the right type of guys you need for playoff success. And that young core in Ottawa is so exciting, so tantalizing, whether it's Dorian seeing it through or new ownership, you know, wanting to put someone else in charge. uh, I think he's going to be a better GM in his next go than he was in this one.
1: Uh, no denying that, um, Luke. Thanks so much. It's a busy day. Really appreciate you making time for me today and, and, and this program. Uh, eyes on three o'clock Eastern when Brendan Shanahan uh, speaks, and hopefully we'll have uh, more details. I know you and the crew who um, uh, will be there. Uh, you know we'll be we'll be asking the, uh, the the tough questions to try to get some answers here and just continue uh, to pepper this Maple Leafs organization with what's next. Uh, thanks as always, Luke. Much appreciated, pal.
0: Yeah, should be an interesting off-season for the guys.
1: Okay, thanks. It should be an interesting weekend for everybody. Never mind the off-season. <laughs> I just want to see if the Maple Leafs can get through it through Saturday with uh, with as few headlines as possible. Good luck. Greg Wyshynstie is coming up in a couple more moments here. We'll get back on the uh, the Duvis Maple Leafs general manager train. Maybe he has a thought or two on who could be next. I do wonder about Mark Hunter. I know I've said it a lot. I wonder if that could be, I really wonder if that could be the fit. Okay. Um, And I think the the Ottawa point, maybe, you know, uh, I I think that, you know, Andlauer's probably got his all set, but does the Kimmel family? I don't know. Whispers, whispers. Hour two's coming up.
0: Big guests and bigger opinions on everything happening in Leafsland. Real Kipper and Born. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is the Jeff Merrick
0: Show on the SportsNet Radio Network.
1: Okay, quick note here. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes head coach Rod Brendamore giving Frederick Anderson game two off. Or, sorry, considering giving game two uh, off to, uh, to Freddie Anderson. But Paul Maurice saying he, uh, quote, about Sergey Bobrovsky, I'm not taking him out. So as much as we've talked about you know, managing the workload for Sergei Bobrovsky and how he performs when he's uh, healthy and rested uh, versus when he's tired, uh, Paul Maurice saying, meh, no concern, I'm not taking him out. Uh, so as it stands right now, and again, they're not playing today, they're playing tomorrow. Um, as it stands right now, Paul Maurice planning to go back to Sergei Bobrovsky, no Alex Lyon for game two again. Everything can change. Uh, nonetheless, a lot of things changing in Toronto Maple Leafland. Matt Marquez, as we wrap up another show and wrap up another week, Kyle Dubas is out. Uh, we'll find out uh, more information, hopefully, when Brendan Shanahan addresses the media in 70 minutes' time. We'll present that to you here. Um, what did you make of this news when it, uh, as it hit just before we, we started the show a couple of hours ago?
2: It's funny because I did a radio hit in Calgary today, and I said I have this feeling that there's going to be an announcement today because I didn't think they were going to let it go through the weekend. And I, but honestly, I did not think that it was going to go this way. I thought that they were going to announce that Kyle Dubas is returning. And I do the I, I like that you caught that in the news release too, where it was sounds like it's the Leafs' decision and not Kyle Dubas' decision. Yes. So I thought that that was super interesting in there. And like you said, we'll find out from Brendan Shanahan. I get to talk about it in the next hour on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, as I will be on right after you. So there's a lot of questions here, and hopefully we get some answers.
1: So what are your biggest questions here? Because I think the uh, almost more so... Uh, almost more than who's running this thing next after Dubas. to me the Matthews question is the huge one here, because so like, if, if the if the like, if the if Matthews and his representative um, Judd Moldaver are you know not in concert or in sync with who the next general manager is, I mean there's been a lot of you know relationship building between the two sides that stretch back a number of years. Um, if Austin Matthews doesn't want to resign in the offseason all of a sudden you want to talk about pulling the pin out of the chaos bomb that's it and you've already done it now once by dismissing Kyle Dubas That's to yeah, the big one. And,
2: Yeah and the other thing is too is that Austin Matthews has a no trade that kicks in uh July 1st if i'm not mistaken so you so you've actually to make your decision now you Yes, you have absolutely no choice. If Austin Matthews does not sign an extension by, let's call it, June 27th or June 28th, if he hasn't made a decision by then, you have no choice but to trade him. And talk about just the GM going being a big change. Could you imagine if Austin Matthews gets traded from this market, the market that has been wanting a star like this since Matt Sundin, and really... Even Matt Sundin, not nearly the same player as Austin was, in accordance to his peers, although he was pretty great that's a huge thing for this organization. And I honestly did not expect after beating Tampa in the first round that we'd be having these conversations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, and listen, Mike, what a kick in the backside for fans of the Arizona coyotes. When now there's all this speculation about what might happen with, uh, with Austin Matthews and the future is uncertain and we'll see what happens, uh, when a new manager comes in and what the relationship like that uh, with, with that person is and how quickly the Maple Leafs and Austin Matthews, you know have to make a decision here. Uh, is he going to be in Toronto long-term or do they have to look at making a move? You know, normally if you're an Arizona coyotes fan, you find that to be juicy, 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 bring your boy back home. And then what happened to Arizona this week with the referendum kind of pulled the football away from Charlie Brown there again, Maddie.
2: Yeah, it's I, I, Jeff, my my head's spinning right now because this is going to be a a long weekend. Well, yeah, it's a big day. It's a big day. You, uh, so Big day. you better get your act
1: together here and stop your head from spinning. Mr. I'm hosting next as the, the show continues. Matt Marchese hosting Recreation, uh, leading us into the uh, the Brendan Shanahan press conference at 3 o'clock Eastern. Uh, the news of the day, Kyle Dubas out as general manager of the Maple Leafs. Uh, thanks to Matt for producing the program. Stay tuned for more Matt Marchese in a couple of moments. Lance Kennedy, uh, Frank Baraska, thank you so much for working the camera today. Thanks to Elliot. Uh, thanks to Luke Fox. Thanks to Greg Wyshynski. This will not be a quiet weekend. This will not be a quiet night. 8 o'clock Eastern pregame. Show puck drops at 8.30. Vegas and Dallas. Game one, Western Conference final. Hockey news keeps on coming. We're back Monday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific for the Merrick Show. Have a great weekend.